What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of 302 Birds. Happy to be here with y'all tonight with the famous, you guys already know, what time it's for. Change my hat. Time for Phillies Talk with Bob Tommy. Junior Stitch. Had to do right, a quick um, hat change for you, too. We're going to bring you in here real quick, too. Before we get into ballpark, Tommy, I did hit that a little prematurely, so my fault, guys. We'll hit it again in a minute. But I forgot. We actually got Jack's weekly call-ins with Mr. Anthony Fitz. How are you doing tonight, Fitz? Bird gang in the house. How are we doing today, guys? Good, hey, how are you doing great, bro. Your audio sounds phenomenal, by the way. Hey, man, I had to take some advice from a friend. I hear you. I hear you. How you doing tonight, though? I'm loving that Kelly Green on you, man. Hey, man, you know how we do, man. That's the Bird Gang I grew up with, man. Hey, well, no, real not, nothing we was better in. and nothing was worse than 80s Eagles football. 80s, early 90s Eagles football, nothing was better and nothing was worse. Hey, well, real quick, time. before we get into your question, Fitz, I do want to thank El Diablo Burritos for sponsoring this segment. If you guys don't know already, El Diablo is the premier spot in Delaware to get pretty much any Mexican food from a taco to a bowl to a burrito. They do everything the best. They're pretty much known for their burritos, but if you guys have not checked out El Diablo yet and their phenomenal burritos, their phenomenal queso, you're really missing out. Uh, but Fitz, what do you got for us tonight? This question is uh, is for my man, Ten Toes Down Tommy. Who you, who you think I have a better season, Hurts or Wentz? Hurts or Wentz? Hmm. I think it's a pretty obvious one when I look at the wide receiver cores. I think Hurts uh, is going to have a better season. He's got got he's got weapons like like Devontae Smith. He's got he's got Brown obviously now. He's got uh, my I, I love I love calling him the Quez Watkins. I love him. <laughs> Um, he doesn't, he's not, he's not a super flashy, but I love that guy. Um, um, I, so that all being said, when I look at the supporting cast around Wentz versus Hertz, I think it's fairly obvious. I don't like, there's a lot of people that are casting doom upon Hertz, which I don't understand that. Why would you hope your own quarterback does bad? Um, I've been hearing a lot of that hate on like, the general like sports radio this week, whether it's not, whether you turn on 97.5 or 94 or it doesn't matter. Everybody's just like casting this dark ominous cloud over Jalen hurts, which I don't understand why. Um, so that being said, you look at the supporting cast, you look at like at this point, skill wise, I think they're about equal because as Wentz has a tendency to do what McNabb did in his later years, which is it's got to be a 98-mile-per-hour fastball coming at you when you're maybe two feet away. Like, there's no touch there. Whereas the good thing about McNabb cool was he ain't throw interceptions because he was throwing at all the worms on the ground. Exactly. Well, that too. <laughs> so, yeah. That was never more infuriating than he would have Deshaun Jackson wide open for a wide receiver screen. And all of a sudden, it's just in his feet. It's like, it's like it's the easiest pass ever. It was McNabb, man. You know how he go. Even though he's the best quarterback we ever had, but you know how he do. He was I super passive him. aggressive. No, I, 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 I think I think McNabb was the best quarterback we've had um, in our in our uh, legacy as Eagles. 
I think so. And I've seen a few of them, man. I think so. I think he was better than Randall. I think he better. Than, he was better than Vic at the end. Vic, Vic had that, that bolt of lightning he caught. But I think McNabb was the, he's definitely the best quarterback I've seen. I agree. So let me piggyback off of this. Who makes the playoffs? Washington and Philly. Um, I personally think Eagles are. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, speaking of which, yeah, exactly. We uh, have gotten progressively better than we've been since the Super Bowl run, Uh, even better than the Super Bowl run. And we didn't, well, I mean, holding our position. The only thing that's going to matter is if Jalen Hurts can complete a pass. Um, if you have so many weapons at receiver, I, 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 I need I need I need to do a flag on the plate, man. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I gotta give a shout out to my man Chris, man, because <laughs> I never ever seen the Washington Commanders happen before in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean these are the new ones. Go get them out now. They're fresh. Come on, baby. It's the Commanders, Chris, man. Chris, what are we commanders. doing here? Chris, get out of here, please. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this Wentz talk. Like, what the hell are we talking about here, man? The weapon, though. All right, I can I can see the argument for Hertz over Wentz. I get it. I completely get it. The weapons argument. What? I don't think it's. I don't think it's like this to this. <laughs> what are we? I like, mean, Gibson's really <laughs> underrated. I agree with Gibbs. Gibson's. Yeah, really, but like, Chris, we have AJ Brown. So Chris. How many quarterbacks you going to steal from us before you know, like, like what y'all get them, they ain't really shit hitting on <laughs> Man, I remember when we got McNabb, too, and it was like, yo, like, we got we got McNabb now. And it was just, yeah, it was bad. But, yeah. I, this is the I, remix. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 we I think. We have a by far offensive better offensive line than the commanders have. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, even if you have better weapons than us, Wentz is getting sacked because – he has not got protection, that much protection. Well, just because you guys have a better offensive line than us doesn't mean we have a bad offensive line. I wouldn't say we're – like, I'd say we're, like, middle of the pack. But, I mean, if you look at the Washington weapons, you got Terry McLaurin, you got Curtis Samuel, you have Jahan, Jahan Dotson out of Penn State, who's a dog. You have Antonio Gibson there. They just drafted a running back out of Alabama. So, like, you have weapons there. Obviously, it's down to Wentz if they make the playoffs or not, which I don't think they will. I think the Eagles probably will. But I just had to come in here and say say some piece about my Washington team this hat right here. It took you like three years to get a name. <laughs> <laughs> they should have stuck with the football team. I kind of like that one. <laughs> the, the Red Wolves, the Red Wolves would have been absolutely yeah, absurd. Dude, I saw like a concept uniform with like all white helmet, all white jerseys, and like a wolf on the side. Like that thing would have been hard. But yeah, Commanders doesn't do doesn't push the needle for me at all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that'll help. Uh, Tommy, you want to do the honors now? Sure. Boy, are we going to in the ballpark, Tommy, now? Walking in as we speak. Time for Phillies Talk with Ma. Time for Phillies Talk with Ma, Pa, Tommy. Get your stitch. I even got uh, the special little hat for you, Dodgy, this week. Again. That is a beautiful hat. And real quick, I do want to thank Fitz for coming on as our call-in. Fitz, we hey, appreciate you. And tell them about what, what's coming up August 27th. Fitz, let them know. Hey, we got the commission, man, on the official Bird Gang page. Holla at me. <laughs> but D, D, August 27th, 
deep in there. Hopefully, all of y'all will come through there. We're going to do something special, man. If you thought it was special the last time, it was nothing on this time. But 10 toes down, Tommy. I got a question for you, brother. What's that? What's going on with the basketball game, man? Man, hey, Jay, trying Tommy, to come you're repping. You got to organize that. I'm hearing lots of excuses from our two players. And personally, I think it's disrespectful to you and me at this point that they hey, have not played or even set a date. Man, we 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 waiting and they hesitating, man. Like like August August thirteenth is when we're having it. August thirteenth. All right, August thirteenth. No, no, August twentieth. August twentieth. August twentieth. Y'all heard it here. We'll pull up. Me and Jay Hood, we gonna pull up. August twentieth. Eagles first preseason. No, that's wrong. Oh no, yeah, Eagles first preseason game is twenty first, so it'll work out great. Well, you got to hear first. But Fitzy, thank you as always. And one final bird call. I love that, man. Appreciate him as always. Like he said, Kamish is going to be a ton of fun. Hopefully we'll get some of the squad there. But all right, guys, moving from a high note to a lower note real quick. Everybody here is a Phillies fan, so this is pretty fun. Um, I'm just going to take this banner off real quick because I just don't want both on the screen at the same time, Segs. That's all. Schwo, no. I mean, was it fixed? I mean, I'll let our guests take it first. I mean, what do you think, Chris? Because you need to buy Yeah, I, I mean, it looked – I mean, he was not just not hitting home runs. And obviously, when Pujols had, like, two home runs at, like, the, the one-and-a-half-minute mark, and I was like, oh, he might not hit three. Like, I don't think he might hit three or four. And then he just went on a little bit of a tear. He ended up with, like, 13. I'm like, okay, Schwarber has this in the bag. And then he blew it. And But, <laughs> but low-key, low though, he did hit – I think he tied out pools. I don't know if you guys seen the videos out there. I, oh, I think I've seen he, the videos. you have like you have like one job as an ESPN analyst, and it's to to count the the home runs, and that's it. That's your I, only job. Well, I think not even that. Preschool could have done better than a lot of those ESPN analysts. It was analysts. ridiculous. Not but, even yeah. that. They they let that they counted home run that pools hit when the timer was done. Yeah, so, I saw that too. That for the first round, for the first round. So. I mean, I don't think we were robbed. It's yeah, we were robbed, but it's not the big of a deal. It's the home run derby. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that. but still, it's my favorite all-star skills competition. Well, that's that's your first mistake. That's your first mistake, dude. Who cares? Why? All-star breaks suck in every sport. That's true, but true. baseball sucks a little less. Baseball is a kid's game. I don't know. The NBA is kind of sick Like with it, to be honest. I like the NBA. I think we're getting back to it being better. I I was kind of annoyed when it was like kind of like how with baseball, like it's just a photo op. Whereas the NBA, like it actually gets exciting like that last quarter because they made it like I think that whoever wins gets a million dollars and whoever loses gets nothing now. I'd rather have my team's like all-stars like – rest halfway through the season like i know no um lee will do it because they're like wasting way too much money but like rather just have schwarber like rest Give the well that's what he's doing they don't play again until friday they have off tonight tomorrow oh he had off uh, uh he essentially didn't play last night he sh- he walked up to bat twice that's it it's not <laughs> like he played a full game even he was eight years old schwarber was when Pujols hit his first home run, he shouldn't even like have been in that position. Like he should have beat him in the first part of it 
It shouldn't even, shouldn't even need extra time. Like I agree with you. The hit off or whatever, but yeah. I, I mean, it is the home run derby, so like, what are we doing? It look, it just looked fixed. It didn't look like he it was did. even really trying. It looked like the umpire was holding up his pitcher, too. Why, like, why was his pitcher going so slow? <laughs> like, I hated our pitcher, dude. He threw one that was all the way outside to the right, and I don't even watch a lot of baseball. I was like, what was that? I was, like, screaming. I was getting so mad. Thankfully, I didn't bet. I almost did. Oh my god! I, I was like, so like, like Chris said. Chris and I said it's the fucking home run derby. What's what's the point? What's not that big of a deal? Like yeah, it was when, when my boy Bobby Abreu and Ryan Howard won it. Yeah, but it, I feel like it meant like, something. Then. I get like, it, Tom. You got to pick with him. Sorry. I feel like it meant something. That like now with like I feel like it just kind of like let's see how many home runs you can hit. Whereas before it was like the ten pitch thing where you get. 10 swings, however many home runs you get. I think that is better than what they're doing now. Now it's just like – Oh, I agree. That was way better. Yeah. The problem is they're trying to appeal to, like, the TikTok kids who have an attention span of about 10 seconds and then go, squirrel. There were so many – Cover your ears. Cover your ears. (laughs) They would post, post, like, the footage of of a home run hit, like, a minute ago, how am I supposed to like concentrate on the home run derby when they have ten graphics up of the launch angle, the the footage of the home run, how how fast it went? It's ridiculous. Couldn't agree and with you more. Just bridged us well into our second topic. Um, like, what are your guys' realistic expectations for the postseason? I mean, Harper could come back um, September, October baseball. Where you guys see the season ending? What do you guys see like your expectations being? Like, give me a uh, a hopeful. Like prediction and then a realistic prediction. Hopeful we'll let you go prediction. first, Chris. Go for it. Chris. Oh, sorry, you can go, Tom. That's cool. No, go ahead, Tom. Chris, no, you're right. Chrissy, Denver. take it. Uh, I relax, Tom. Um I I think that they're going to make the postseason as a wild card. And I don't think that's too like too much of a stretch to say they're in the wild card right now if it ended today. Um Hopefully we get Harper back in mid-August. That'd be great. I, I, I have some some stats here that I brought for, about Rob Thompson because I do want him to give him his shine. Um, under Girardi, we had a plus one run differential when he when he got fired. Right to, as of right now, we have a plus sixty one run differential. So he covered like sixty runs. I mean, like the bullpen's been great. Um, they're twenty seven and fourteen under Rob Thompson. I mean, he's been awesome. And if he can kind of continue that. If they can kind of tread water until Segura, who we've had pretty much haven't had pretty much the whole year, and Harper gets back hopefully around mid-August, we can go in September with a full stack lineup. I know the pitching's kind of if you probably got to get another arm at the uh, trade deadline, but if we can go in relatively healthy with Harper and Segura, I think it's not that much of a stretch to say that they can end up in the wild card in deep into the playoffs as well because their lineup is stacked. Yeah. Um. My hopeful prediction, which we already started to see it because they had to play somebody other than the Nationals, um, the Mets collapse. Uh, they were <laughs> at one point they were twelve games over the Braves. The Braves are two games back, like, so they might blow. Forget a three-one lead, off a twelve-zero lead, they're about to blow. Um, so we'll just start with there. That's my hopeful. Do I think that they'll win the Braves will win the division at this point? Yes. So I think the Mets finally realize, oh shit, we have to score more than two runs a game and play someone other than the Nationals. 
who are essentially a triple A team at this point. Um, realistic expectations, I think they can make it to the playoffs. And here's why I say that. So our the one we're probably the two teams we're probably gonna go neck and neck with down the stretch are the Giants and are the Giants and the Cardinals. The Cardinals are in the lottery right now to essentially get Juan Soto from the Nationals. Those that would be their big addition. With us not having Harper for so long now, our big addition will be having Harper back from the from the IL. So that's our big addition, essentially. So, like, I see that as a, like a match for match addition, and so, and they're currently tied with the Cardinals in the wild card spot. We had the tiebreaker with said, the Cardinals too. What? We had the tiebreaker with the Cardinals. Do it. Well, you, they still do a game one sixty two at this point, or one sixty three. Sorry, my bad. I had to break that tie. Is what would happen right now? Oh, winner go home. Um, I believe that as long as Rob Manfred didn't screw that part of the game up, I love game 163. That's that's because it's do or die. It's like win or go home, you know? So, but uh, I agree with you, Chris. They do need to get another arm. I'm not so concerned with the bullpen anymore. What I'm more concerned about is preserving that bullpen and getting a starter, especially with Eflin being questionable now to even return the rest of the season. All right, Tom, you're done. You're done. Let the baseball, let the baseball all-stars talk right now. Okay. We're making the playoffs. We're getting that wild card spot. We're gonna make it win the wild card, then the divisional, then the championship, yeah. then the world series. We're making it all the way, Tommy. We're gonna hit dingers. Harper's coming back. All right, stop with this analytic, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. It's not your seabiz oh, it's not your oh, seabiz oh, work. Oh, oh. Oh, we're going to step up to the plate and hit dingers. Yeah, we're going to win. That's all we the need. Series. That's all we we're need. We're the World Series. Chris is judging us so hard. Right yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm holding off expecting. We haven't made the playoff. I think we have, like, the longest drought in the NL. I'm pretty – We do. Like, we do. I, I, we're one of them. It's been 11 years. Yes, I know. We got to make the playoffs first, guys. Yeah, we're Just, making the wild card spot. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. I, I think it. last time I was on here, I, I said in, in September they're going to have to – when they're gonna have to be consistent, they've been consistent like up until the All Star break. But if they're they're Achilles' heel because we've been in this position before like, the last couple of years, where they get into the All Star break and they're in a good spot, and September it just falls apart, and then we find ourselves like ten games back from a wild card, ten games back from the division. They got to be consistent if they can beat up on like the bad teams and kind of tread water on the Mets and the Braves. I think they get in there, and I think I think they can make a run because they, their lineup can, like I said, their lineup can can match up with anybody's. And our one-two between Nola and Wheeler that can also match up with anybody's. Yeah. So we just got to get in and saw what that happened with the Nats a couple years ago. <laughs> what do we got going on here? It's like a thousand, it's a thousand degrees up here. So it's, it's, I, it's, I had to. I mean, I'm not. I'm but hotter than insane. the Phillies, though. Eh, eh, eh. I mean, you guys pretty much took all the words out of my mouth. I got, I got nothing else to say about the it's Phillies. Not as hot as the dumpster fire that the Flyers should do and burn the team, baby. Okay. What a, what a transition that was. <laughs> Josh, the fire suck. I mean, there I we go. Know. That's what I was going I mean, at. The graphic doesn't need to come up for you to keep talking. The graphic doesn't tell him, Tom. We suck. We suck. We're horrible. Drew's gone. 
Wayne Simmons is gone. Voracek is gone. We have, like, JVR and Travis Konecki on our team. Like, that's literally it. Like, if Carter Hart sucks this year, we have no hope. It's, it's, it's really upsetting that that's the case. I do like that we kind of have a dickhead of a coach, though. Like, I feel like that's what we need. I don't know. That's I, just me. Like, with these guys. In the what team. do you think about the new the guys who you just drafted? How do you like those picks? I don't know. It's the NHL draft. I, I don't know. It's always a crapshoot. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's it's Canadian and American. It's it's not like the NFL or NBA where it's like, yeah, we know these guys are going to be studs. It's just a bunch yeah. of white guys. You know what I'm saying, Salucci? Yes. Yeah. 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 Jack just whispered to me, "We got more viewers because he took his shirt off." I think so. Wow. I mean, the the views went up. I mean, maybe if Jack and you could share in Facebook groups, a lot of single women uh, would see that Jack is single too and ready to mingle. And maybe Jack might get a you know a girl to hit him up in the DMs. But Tom, are you hitting up Chuck Fletcher in the DMs anytime soon? The only thing I'm hitting up Chuck Fletcher for er, is uh, reimbursement for her having to watch the dumpster fire of a team. It's the only thing I'll be hitting him up for. You pay to watch. I go to the games. You go to the games? <laughs> Just to tackle Chuck Fletcher. Why? <laughs> and it's not gritty. So you don't, you don't want to go down with my main boy gritty? For a March hockey game. So, I just want to go dap up Gritty. Gritty is kind of a baller. Yeah, that's yeah, it. He's the, best, he's the best thing about the Flyers. He's the only thing the Flyers have going for them. <laughs> yeah. no, no, there's two things. The Flyers are Philadelphia and Gritty. I feel, I feel bad for the people trying to sell tickets for the Flyers right now, man. That's got to be a, a tough oh, one. Oh, that's got to be absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, well, what, you call, what they're trying to do is sell you sixer season tickets and then put this as an add-on. Because <laughs> I know people who, who are like flyer season ticket holders for forever, and they're like, I'm not wasting my money on this season. Like, I already know it's going to suck. And it's pretty easy to – it's not like Eagles season tickets. It's pretty easy to reclaim your flyer season tickets in this town. Yeah. Chris, what are you thinking? I mean, about the Flyers, do you have any hope for this team? Are you a Flyers fan? You are, right? I guess I could. Yeah, I guess I'll call myself one. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. I they're just they're a dumpster fire, man. Like, do you see the graphic on the screen? Like that is it's <laughs> an accurate description. Uh, our, you had, you had Johnny Greenfield was two players. Yeah, you had you had Johnny Hockey, who wanted to go to Philly. He wanted to go play for the Flyers for whatever reason. I don't I who he's who the hell knows. Here. That's why. Yeah, he's he's from here. And we couldn't it's just like a, no, we're not gonna sign him. Like we're good. We're gonna sign some bums instead. Um yeah, it's an odd decision. Probably won't work out for Chucky Fletch, but um when he gets fired, I'm sure he'll have some fun at the beach. So that's about it on the Flyers for me. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be done watching the Flyers by like Thanksgiving break. It sucks. Yeah, it's I'm that. Done, I'm already done it watching. By Halloween. <laughs> so this year, yeah. dress up as gritty for Halloween. I should dress up as gritty. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> you got the <laughs> well. Real quick, bridging into our next topic. I mean, Tom, you made a good point. Bundle of season ticks. Chris, I want to thank you for coming on. Hope you have a good night, brother. And uh, we appreciate you as always. 
Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, Go, Commanders. Going to be a hell of a season, boys. Appreciate you, bro. Take care. All right, fellas. This is always like this. I have a a few text messages from people about your uh, shirtlessness. I have one that says, I mean, we have a lot of viewers right now. Please put a shirt back on. Who said that? An anonymous texter. Okay. We had somebody in here who was our guest. I guess he, like, bitched out. But anyway, uh, James Harden takes his pay cut. The Sixers are making a big splash. Do you guys think – I'll let you take this first, Tommy. You think that there's any chance the Sixers still sign anybody, make a big splash? I mean, it's nice to see Harden kind of taking this leadership in his career, uh, especially because of the player that he was. Nothing against him. I hope he bounces back. I have a ton of love for Harden now and a ton of respect after this move. I mean, what are your thoughts on the whole situation? It, okay, he took a pay cut, but how – like – Still going to get paid thirty three a year. It's his contract. He got signed at like five o'clock tonight. Hold on, let's let's check the uh, the old ESPN here. Sixty eight point six million. So he's going to get paid thirty four point three million a year. Oh, he really he's 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 really going to be hurting for that money. Um, he's still getting paid. It, it's and he's old. He's old. He can't last anymore. He's not. We're not getting MVP, the beard, James Harden. We're getting washed up and old, might be able to do something, more of like the old man on the bench type of guy. So we definitely need more pieces. because Our pieces are P.J. Tucker, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Maxi, and I don't even know who the fifth would be um, at this point, but... We're not looking too good. Tommy, what do you want James Harden to do? Like, he took a pay cut. He was hurt last year. He got traded, like, mid-year. I think... Wouldn't it be good? He's fat and old. Yeah, and we're paying him like he's not fat and old. Well, yeah, but, like, he's still, like, above average fat and old. Like, he's still, like, a top 10 scorer in the NBA. Uh, he's scoring. He was he was averaging like fifteen with us. Well, he's also never played with a big man like Embiid before, so it's not like like he's always been the guy. He's always been the, the number, yeah, the number one like player. Like even when he was on the Thunder and he came off the bench, like he was giving them serious minutes when KD was on the bench. So yeah. and then the Rockets, he's number one, and then on the Nets, the Nets were a dumpster fire. Like Kyrie and KD never played together on the nets they didn't play with harden so like it's really the first time harden's had like a serious serious big man and the fact that he takes a pay cut he wants to win like a championship ring is the only thing this man is missing from his nba like obvious hall of fame resume so i think it's at least showing that his like mindset's in the right spot like he wants to take a pay cut he wants to win he's gonna he has all off season to practice with mb like kind of actually now figure out how they want to play together because it's different. It's not – Embiid is a different type of player to play with than other, like, NBA teams have. Like, not many people still have that true number one center. So, James Harden, it takes time. And also, Maxie's a beast. Maxie's a beast. Maxie's a beast. All hell we Max. all agree there. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I think it's – it's good. It's in the right spot. 
We're not going to get the big free agent or the big trade. Like, KD's not coming to the Sixers. Good. I don't want KD. Okay, that's – Yeah, and that, again, that's a bad opinion, Tom. What do you mean you don't Why want Why is that a bad opinion? Where has he gone? I want, K- I want KD for the right price. There Tom, we go. Hold on, Tom. Finish with I'm sorry, right. Golden State. I know. As soon as it left my mouth. But even Woo! the Nets – Mr. Horrible Audio is in the house. Where are you coming live to us from? What's up, fellas? I'm at the. Where are you? I'm at the beach. How many drinks deep? Ah, dude, quite a few. And I went to the arcade. Hey, well, well, give us a cheers to the Sixers next year and your prediction for building towards something bigger. TTP for the last time, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, as I said on the last episode, dude, all you were like, I want KD, I want KD so damn bad. All of you wanted KD, except one of you, I forget who, but I had Arrow yelling at me, Zep not believing in his own religion anymore because of it. It was just like, <laughs> dude, like, KD is too expensive. Yeah, now you change your mind, but <laughs> everyone no, was like, I, I, didn't, oh, I, didn't I want KD. I want KD, and then I come in, and then I'm like, he's too expensive. You said the right price, but the thing is the Nets are not going to take the right price because they know how much value he is. They want, like, half the starting lineup of good lineup and their future five picks. That's what they want. They wanted Devin Booker. They wanted Adebayo on top of picks and other players. Like, it's just too damn expensive. I don't know. It I could agree. be like when we tried to, uh, trading Ben Simmons and we demanded the world from every, uh, from every team and no one gave it to us and we got what we got. Which I feel like we still have good. But let, hold on, Greg. Let me be clear. I'm very happy with Harden taking a pay cut and all this. I mm. would trade every single sixer, including like the ladies who like wash the chairs for the benches. Like I would trade everybody besides Embiid for KD. Yeah, I'm with. No. I'm 100 with Josh on that. That is the best take of the night. Anybody Dude, on the team for KD? No, no, no. We don't. No, we, we can't. Not, except, not for anybody. Except, except for Embiid. Except for Embiid. It, it has to have proven. It has to have proven by now that teams throwing everything like their whole future and keeping one star and then bringing in someone of his caliber hasn't worked every time. The Nets. The freaking Nets. Like, they just did it, the team he's currently on. They gave a lot away to get him, had to clear a lot of cap space. They were lucky. They had good people who got better. But it doesn't work because if he gets injured, then there's no one to support and fill in. That is true. Like, again, he was injured. He was injured quite a bit. He was injured quite a bit. Like, Kyrie, like, he's a wild man. He's a flat earther. Kate, well, you know, everybody has to have a code, Tom. <laughs> no, but I want to go back to something real quick. Um, I, Me and Tom seem to disagree on this. I agree with Josh. I would trade anybody on the team except for Embiid for KD. Tom said except Maxi. Greg, would you trade Tyrese Maxi for Kevin Durant? Dude. Like I would not, but they would demand him because they know how amazing of a um, like of a future that kid has, and like I wouldn't because he is in the perfect environment to grow. Like Harden has been such a mentor from it for him recently, and really like like right after we signed Harden, well traded for Harden, he showed Maxi his like back step, his step back shot, 
And hey, Greg, don't that. freak out if there's somebody behind you. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, that was me. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm just walking down the promenade, having the time. But, um, yeah, dude, no, it's not worth it, in my opinion. It's too many people. Too many people. And, like, Maxi, like, of course not, dude. Like, he could be, like, Darius Garland, amazing player, right? Developed around his team. It's brand new. Max is the same way. Fair point. Fair point. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't really have anything Why else about the Sixers. Anybody else got any rebuttals, Tom? Also, one one more thing about Max to just show his value. Why is it every team in the NBA is trying to trade for him right now? Oh, for who? Would you like, make that, Tom, on the screen? Trade Maxi and Milton for four firsts. Harris for Keaton and Seth. So wait, I'm trying to make. So I would trade Maxi and Milton and four first and Harris for just KD and Seth. That's all I'm getting for four. I do it. I do it. I do it. I would not. honestly, honestly, I would do that because you get a great shooter, Seth Curry, and then you get KD, which is great. But also, you gotta remember that has to be a win it now. Because yeah, because you have Harden. Seth's contract runs out next year. So there's no telling if we still have him or if he has a great game and we have to give him more money. Like, we don't know what that's going to be. So it has to be right now. This isn't a team that's like, oh, this is our team for the next couple of years. This is a win-now team. Indeed, we'll be out of his prime. We don't know when. And everyone else, like, it's time. Because Maxi, especially, when he gets his, like, when he's able to get a new contract, he's probably going to ask for a max. No, I hear that 100%. Greg, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Our our Sixers expert for the time being, Greg Fernandez. Um, we appreciate you for coming on the show. You're definitely welcome a bunch more. Uh, Thanks, man. Peace and enjoy Sea Isle. Hold on. Greg, I love you. Tom, am I seeing you Friday? Yes. Aha, OD. Yes. Let's go. Oh, geez. Look out. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Greg. All right, fellas, on to the Eagles part of the night. Um, most exciting matchups next year for Jalen Hurts. He's got a lot of tests as a young QB. Uh, by the way, we don't have any more guests. This is pretty much where we're at tonight. It's going to be an OGs kind of night. Uh, but, yeah, Jalen Hurts, he's got to go up against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, Derrick Henry and the freaking Titans, Kyler Murray uh, and the Cardinals. I don't think D-Hop early in the season, though. Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, I don't really want to say because I don't think he's that scary. He's a nice guy. And uh, last but not least, I think Jonathan Taylor and the Colts offensive line is scary. Which ex which matchup are you guys most excited to see for next season, and uh, how come? It's not even there. Um, I'm excited for the Commanders and the Eagles next year. Yes. Ooh, that's a good one. Wentz coming back to Philly. I'm not sure if he's going to get love or hate, but, I mean, I think – and this might be bold saying this, but I think the NFC East right now, the the Commanders and the Eagles are the top two teams to beat. Um, so I'm excited to see that with the, the weapons they have on both offense and defense for the for the Eagles, and to see if Carson Wentz can still play uh, coming back to to uh, Lincoln Financial Field. I don't care about any of those. You just listed all offensive players. I only care about defense with Hertz and the best defense he's going to play all season is the Steelers defense. So that's like, that's definitely the biggest test of his. I mean, yeah. Like the commanders, he's got Wentz across the field. Like I get that, like the mental aspect, but, like this guy needs the ball out 
and the Steelers are by far the best defense we're playing. And I think that's going to be an insane matchup. I'm excited personally for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are a team that the Eagles a lot of times can take advantage of, I think, in my opinion. Uh, you guys remember when we robbed them two years ago, uh, that game that we shouldn't have won, that we won? I'm really excited for that game because I think that the Packers are a worse team now than they were then. So I think that if Jalen Hurts ends up beating Aaron Rodgers, that could be kind of the game where people were like, maybe this guy is a legit Eagles quarterback and could be actually the long-term guy that the Eagles are looking for. A game that I'm not excited to see, I'm not excited for that Vikings game. That's going to be a, a tough, gritty game. Like, do you guys think that's our first home game? I really think I'm not scared of the Vikings defense. I'm scared of their offense. I'm really scared of it. No, nah, Vikings defense is ass. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. I, I, like, Dutch, I, Kirk Cousins him, Kirk Cousins. I think I'm going to have to agree with you just because last season when we played, like, legit quarterbacks hurts did not fall out like when he played tom brady and like other like real winning quarterbacks he didn't fall out so like kind of want to see him go up against rogers and see him try to actually ball out for once you know well, he has to play the deep he has to play the defense i don't get it why, why who cares about the other quarterback because because it's a chess match josh there's it's not always just Here's the defense. Let me read it and sling it. Sometimes it's, okay, I need to know. I need to run the ball a certain percentage to eat up so much clock because I know Mr. Gunslinger Aaron Rodgers can easily march down the field in a two-minute situation because he's a maestro just like Tom Brady is with two minutes left in a Super Bowl to win it almost every time. And, like, it's sometimes not necessarily a – I need to outbeat this defense. I need to know, yes, I know I can beat this defense, but do I know that the other guy can also beat my defense? How do I then slow my progression to get to the ultimate end goal? It's, that's, that's the problem with you football people. You don't like to think. You got to be more like a baseball person than think. Shut up about baseball. No, we already hit that. Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom, you are right. But if you score a lot of points early on in the game, like it really don't matter. Like if you're up. Like, you know, we have yo, Jack. What did you say to Tom again? I said, Tom, stop talking about baseball. It's a kid's sport. We were talking about that. It's like that. Run your over me. Yeah, I didn't know that video existed. I'm sorry, Tom. You weren't here last week. Yeah, you weren't here last week. Accurate description. You guys got to turn on your notifications. Be at every episode for 302 Birds. Thanks for bridging that, Jack. But, Jack, which matchup are like you most nervous for out of all these? Nervous. Nervous. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think uh, all, all of them. I'm no, no, no. I think honestly, the Titans, because yes, we have all this this defensive powerhouse this season. Uh, that's gonna be a big test for if our defense is is a solid uh, defense that we put all this money and we can rely on them. So I think. Going against Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, I think it's going to be you know a make or break to see if the, if the defense can hang. Can I say a rebuttal to that? I genuinely yeah. think the Titans are going to be complete ass cheeks this season. Their defense, their defense is mid. Ryan Tannehill is old, and like literally, their only offensive players like Derrick Henry. Like they have, they have nobody to throw the okay, ball you to. You say Ryan Tannehill is old, but he's still a 
premier all quarterback. He did, all he, no, he's not. What? He's ass. Out of the old quarterbacks. Did you just in the league, ass. All he does, like, if you if you stop the run game, all he is good in is play-action rollouts. Like, he is not good at, like, a pocket pass. Yeah, you saw that against me playing Madden. I know. And all you did was throw it to A.J. Brown. No. And, Tony, or, and Julio, Julio Jones. He's not on the team anymore. Yeah, I know. And Julio's shit in real life now. Top five wide receiver ever. But really bad now. He's old. The Titans are going to be ass. Do you guys actually think that, like, we I'm could sorry. lose the Colts game? Because the Colts one, I think, yeah. is a sneaky team to be scary about. Like, they're Matt no. Ryan's in there, a competent QB. I think that he's kind of got his thing going on. Michael Pittman's underrated. Jonathan Taylor and the offensive line. I don't need to explain. Same with the defense. Is that game in Philly? Does anybody know off the top of the dome? No, I think it's in Indianapolis. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. That one, I think I might honestly, looking at it now, I have to, I might chalk that one up honestly as an L. It's also later in the season, and the Colts normally. Actually, never mind. The Colts. No, the old Colts. I mean, Matt Ryan. Who knows? Who knows? And that's not like a, that's not like a game I'm like really scared of. I'm terrified. What game are you scared of? The Steelers, the uh, the Packers, the Cowboys, the Commanders. See, I think the Commanders could be like how the Sixers treat the Brooklyn Nets this year. Like we get our hopes all up to like put a spanking on, and then we shit the bed. Tom. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, Tom. Let me ask you guys something. I would personally, it feels like this team is one position away on the offense and on the defense, it feels like at certain levels. If you got one guy that you signed or one guy that was like a beast and just knock out at his position, this could be a Super Bowl team. So let me ask you guys, if you guys could bring back any Eagles legend and put them on the current roster, who would it be and why? I might have to let Jackson take this one first. Um... Can you stop that? I don't, I don't like that. Uh, Good clearly, clearly B-Dog. Um, B-Dog was a defensive menace, scary dude, the Wolverine. Um, and I think if he was put into this team in 2022, I think that defense would be unstoppable. Is that Joshua, the birthday boy? I'm yeah, happy, happy birthday to Josh, guys. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, Mike Vick, and no disrespect to Jalen Hurts, but I feel like Mike Vick with this offense would just absolutely dominate. Between Quez Watkins' speed, A.J. Brown's physicality, uh, Devontae Smith's like all-around just play, the offensive line, Miles Sanders, Goddard, I just think Mike Vick would destroy in this offense. And the defense is good enough that they can hold up. I also just love Mike Vick. I think Mike Vick's like one of the most talented football players of all time. It just sucks, like what happened, obviously. But I've a, I have a similar response to Josh, Randall Cunningham. Could you imagine oh, Randall? Oh, McNabb. No. <laughs> McNabb would puke in the huddle. We already know that he couldn't handle the he can't handle the big time. And he 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 needs to learn how to put down the ball of Jack first, and then he can uh, uh, maybe become a legend again. But until then, uh, 
we're going to go Randall Cunningham because Randall Cunningham could at least handle the big moments. And it's, it's just he can't necessarily play defense, too. That was his issue in the 80s. That being said, Ed, Randall Cunningham, because no disrespect to Jalen Hurts, but Randall Cunningham is just like the 2.0 version of Jalen Hurts. He just takes it to another level. So I'm taking I'm we, taking uh, Randall Cunningham. Though, in Jalen's defense, we don't know necessarily what Jalen's ceiling is. So it could be very possible that one day, I'm not saying for sure, I'm just saying it's a possibility, that Hurts could be better. Um, so here's my pick. I do love all your picks. They're all accurate and great picks. I think a QB, Tom, that's a great pick because we are a win-now team. Great point. If I could bring back any position, though, win-now team for me means put together the best defense you can. I'm putting in the guy, lay the lumber, Brian Dawkins, baby. We need a free safety. If he comes in, that's going to be studded with Slay, Dawkins, Bradbury, TJ Edwards, Kaiser White, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Jordan Davis, Nakobe Dean. The list goes on and on. It feels like this is going to be our best defense ever, in my opinion, at least since the 90s. Um, so if you put Brian Dawkins in this secondary, I would literally bet all my money, all my savings that this team would be a Super Bowl team. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you, Wait, you want it like with Brian Dawkins on the squad? No, actually, I'm gonna change my answer. Andy Reid, Andy Reid, yeah. Oh, that's a great one, actually. I actually really yeah. like that. Yep, no disrespect to Sirianni. Why no are we dis- bringing back concrete Chuck Charlie though at linebacker? We don't need a center. That's like, I do love the pick, Joe, but we got Kelsey, brother. I mean, you can't replace and we have, him. We have our linebackers. Could this guy replace Dawkins, though? I mean, no, obviously. But, I mean, look at the turnover ratio. Uh, 12 turnovers and I think, 63 games. That's like a, one out of every five games, this guy's forcing some kind of turnover. That's pretty good. That's Matt what that would come out to about. So, Tom huh? percent is. I'm agreeing uh, with Tom, you. Jack, uh, Josh, what do you guys think? You guys want Jesse Bates to come to Philly? Nah. Why? Nah. Uh-huh. I feel like it's going to be expensive. That's what I was going to say. If the price is right, yeah, for sure. If not, then no. And, like, I keep saying it, like, safeties aren't important in our defense. Like, they're just really not. Like, we put a lot of stress on our outside corners, and I think our corners are locked down. So, yeah, I'm cool with it. Like, our safeties are honestly just like, oh, shit. Like, if they get to us, like, we just have to make this tackle, guys. So, I think even Jack's boy Marcus Epps could not be fun. Whoa! Oh my god! I don't want Epps back there. I don't want that Epps slander. Bates should come to Philly. He has a twenty percent turnover ratio. I think that that for me that's a really good stat. Um, if you look at consistent safeties in Philadelphia, I hear your point. We're really not like uh, a safety like team in this defense, but I think adding one would really really make us a really uh, deep contender. Bates had a pick in the Super Bowl. He has phenomenal awareness, I think. Uh, he's extremely reliable, too. I, I looked it up today. He only has missed one game, at least during the regular season, in the past four seasons, which I think is pretty good. Now, the problem is the Eagles are ranked 29th in the league in cap right now with negative $26 million. So 
really unrealistic, but interesting that a lot of places are actually uh, naming the Eagles a uh, top landing spot. And I do agree with you, Joe. I think that he would solidify this defense and actually make them a top three contender in the entire NFC, in my opinion. I mean, safety is definitely the position we're missing on defense. I just, I just don't see the value in spending a lot of money when it's just not a big position in the defensive scheme. We don't have defensive schemes. I thought Jack, I thought Jack was going to say that. Damn it, Jack! Put your shirt back on. Hey, what you said? Oh, all right. Well, that makes sense. There's no rules. You're sitting right next to him. How did you not hear him? So, Lucci, it's a thousand degrees in this room. Okay. Apparently, think straight right now. You're lucky. You're you're lucky. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, Tom Bates. No, oh, I would you're love a money guy, but we we probably can't afford him, right? I mean, we're we're looking too you're, far in. You're into probably it. right, but. Which, like, if we were to... Oh, wait, wait, wait. After A.J. Brown now, you're loose with the money? No, I'm not loose with the money. But I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm never loose with the money. You've lived with me for how many years? At least three. I hear you. You ain't loose with the money. I'm just making sure nothing has changed. I'm checking up on you. Nothing's changed. I'm just saying. If I Like, money's no object, I'm saying. I would love him. If we're... Money's no option. I would love if he if he were an eagle. However, I, I'm with Josh. I think the the price would be a little too rich for my blood. Yeah, fair point. Let I'm me ask you one, one question, Tom. What if there was a uh, Gatorade flavor that was worth your final piece of blood or whatever the hell you just said? I don't know, some kind of old man thing. Yeah. What would it be, and why? What would be your best Gatorade flavor ever, Tom? Best Gatorade flavor or, like, my favorite one that currently exists? Or do I get to create the Best flavor? Gatorade flavor of all time that currently exists. What the hell is this, Narnia? You don't get to create it. Jesus I don't Christ. know. The way you asked that question, I was just making sure. I was clarifying. <laughs> Best Gatorade flavor of all time that currently exists. Go. The yellow. I love what? the yellow. It's like that lime or whatever. Especially, like, so hot. I got I to clarify. Hey. If that light blue, like glacier one, whatever. Glacier freeze, Tom. It's glacier freeze. It's obviously the best. If if we're talking straight bottled, that one, the glacier freeze frost, whatever Joshua just said. Who even refers to them by their names? It's the light blue one. We all refer to the color, Josh. Um, you heathen. Um, but if I'm going like. You can buy buy it in powdered form at like Dick's Sporting Goods. If I'm buying the powder, it's got to be the yellow. I'm not sure why, but that one as a mix is the best. I mean, you don't like uh yeah, like Fitz said, that's pissed, dude. That's, p- that's <laughs> no, it's not. It is delicious. I'm sorry, Tom. How many times have you bought Gatorade in powdered form, you psychopath? What? Way too What's many times. I like Glacier Freeze, the light blue. It's very good. So do now, I. I agree with you, Josh. If I if we were in person, I'd give you a fist bump right now. And I, I would accept it. So thank you. Let's. Here. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so fruit Punch, that's red. Um, that's a solid runner-up. No, Fruit Punch is great. That is it a solid. Does, it, I feel like it's thicker. Like I feel like it sits in your stomach heavier than like the ocean one. It's probably all the same shit. Like. Probably tastes all the same. 
If you did like chemicals at the end of the day. Dalton, write this down. Wine <laughs> taste test, Gatorade. Oh, yes. I love that. That's a great TikTok idea. But that's going to probably be easy, I think. But I would be interested to see if I don't, I don't think it'd be easy at all, to be honest. Especially after you've had one or two. All right. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's penciled in. It's going to be after a couple drinks at a tailgate. If you guys want to come out, come tailgate with 302 Birds. We're making it happen this year. Credits to Jay. Jay-Z. I'm not going to say his name on the podcast because don't want to do him like that. But credits to our guy, Jay. Uh, but I wanted to come back to something that you said earlier, Josh. You said, <clears throat> quote, oh, yeah. quote, go ahead, Jack. Never mind. It's fine. No, it's you're fine. good. No, it's fine. No, you're good. I just wanted to say, Josh, real quick. You said that people are psychopaths that have the powder Gatorade. Yeah. Uh, screw you, bro. And I have the best flavor Gatorade no, in the powder form. Yeah, the yellow one's the best out of the powdered ones. Have you ever bought this, Tom? Yes. When did you buy it? Get glacier freeze in powdered form. Tell me. When? When yeah. I was in high school. I that's that's that was peak of when okay, I was. So what were you like? Fourteen. I was between the ages of fourteen and eighteen making these. All right, Tom. My point is, your taste buds change every seven years. Give it another try, buddy. But Jack, back to what you were saying. No, I agree with Jason. Uh, I'm a big Great Apple fan. Green Apple hits differently. Um, it's I never very, actually had green apple. When did you it, uh, it used it, to exist? No, it always exists. It still exists. My God, I, I don't know that I've ever seen green How apple. How old are you? Four? You'll see it. Go to Wawa. Oh, sorry. No free ads. Um, you know, it's just very refreshing. I love it. And uh, has a nice little tartness to it. Not too much of tartness, but it's good. Hmm. And Josh, you like green apple apples, so I think I do. Like look, I do love. I love. Jolly Rancher or Green Apple? Green Apple. Are you like Jolly. a witch or something? Who? You. Why? Just a weird obsession with Green Apple. That's all I'm saying. It tastes fucking good. <laughs> I just, I've never had the Green Apple Gatorade. We'll have to try it. I guess so. Um, what about when you're going over? Does the Gatorade taste change at all? That's why I'm saying Glacier Freeze. Glacier Freeze, when you're hungover, is like chug juice or slurp juice from uh, Fortnite. I don't oh, play yeah. Fortnite. But Glacier drink- Freeze, when you wake up and hit that, that electrolyte, that's like slurp juice. It hits different. I don't drink Gatorade when I'm hungover, though. So, What do you drink when you're hungover? Like, like Water, chocolate milk, greasy meat. That's all you need. Get back in the game. Dutch, I have some P&Ps and some coffee. Oh, God. <laughs> glad to hear uh there's still a uh, item on the menu but i mean that's pretty much all we got for you guys tonight um if you guys haven't already please drop a, a follow please drop a like please hit that sub button uh we're getting into the uh in season and we're only going up from here really excited to see what we can build with this group and uh appreciate you all without further ado jackson you want to do the honors baby yeah is that it's a outro not an intro so sags hit that outro Jordan, please be nice to Josh. It's his birthday week. Like for Jordan's left titty, follow for Jordan's right titty, do both for both titties.